0: life management science labs would like to acknowledge that we live and produce this podcast on the traditional lands of the warringery people we'd also like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the lands of our listeners and our international colleagues we'd like to pay our respects to their elders past present and emerging hello and welcome to self-improvement atlas the personal science inside podcast produced by lmsl the life management science labs we are champions of life management science providing structured insights informed by science and inspired by practice on key aspects of conscious living. Each week, we bring you scientific and practical insights on each element with the expert knowledge of professionals in the field. I'm your host, Aditi Kuti. Let's get on with the show.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today, your host, Aditi, is not here, unfortunately, because she is unwell with COVID. So it's a bit sad for us, but please make sure you're taking care of yourself and Aditi will be back when she's ready. But I'm here, my name is Lou, and I'm gonna stand in for her. And today we're gonna talk about nutrition. We have visited this topic before with an expert, and this time we have another kind of expert with us. Uh, she has a very interesting background, so I hope you'll enjoy this conversation. Um, I have on the line with me virtually all the way from Canada, Fung. Um, She is a financial analyst <laughs> by day, and by night she is a personal trainer. Uh, she has training in nutrition. She does personal training. She does yoga teaching. So I think she's the perfect person to talk about, to us about Nutrition in the Context of Personal Development. And the topic of today is Feeling Your Best Self. How Nutrition Powers Personal Growth. So, for, well, thank you so much for being here. I know I introduced you a little bit, but we would love to hear a bit more from your side. Um, obviously, there's so much more about you. I'm sure you can share a bit more about yourself with our listeners.
2: For sure. So, um, first of all, hello, Lou, and hello, everyone who is listening um, and will be listening. Again, I'm Fong, and uh, well, as Lou mentioned, I am a financial analyst by day, so technically my job is to focus on, well, my job is to sit in on a computer and talk to uh, a lot of people from the business side who is doing um, basically um, operation in a business, meaning that they'll Uh, produce a product and then get it sold somewhere else uh, to customers and then I'll be the finance person behind all of that who analyze numbers and uh, help the business to make meaningful decisions in the future. So that's put aside, now I'll jump to the second part of my day which is focusing on helping people um, to basically um, exercise, get healthier and um, just have uh, more energy and more motivation to, um, I guess, living their their best life uh, during their training with me. Um, I do train yoga and personal training, um, which basically means weightlifting or uh, resistant training, whatever you can think of that people usually do do at the gym. Um, so yeah, that's all about me. I guess that's uh, that's enough. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I think actually there's more to it because we're talking about nutrition. So I need to mention the fact that you have a blog where you share uh, very healthy, I think, vegan or vegetarian recipes with, um, you know, your Instagram followers. I think you you mentioned that you want to keep doing that very soon, but for now you're having a pause because of how much commitment you have. But um, yeah, I think that's, that's where I find this to be one of the good topics that you can address with us, because I'm sure you probably talk to people you train about what they should eat to you know, to complement their training. It's not just about what we do at the gym, but it's also what we do to fuel our body as well, right?
2: Yep, definitely nutrition is a big factor. Um, I did share quite a bit of uh, knowledge that I've gained through the years and all the recipes that, um, well, I would say they're mostly plant-based, you can think about about it as a vegan, but um I see I see it from the perspective of, you know, just having more and more plants and veggies mm-hmm. in your in your day-to-day meal. So uh, the Instagram is where I share it with um, whoever is interested in. Um, and uh well, speaking on the fact that I have to put it on a pause for a while, uh simply because after COVID, people are starting to go to the gym and to back to yoga studio so um, I just feel that I I'm more I I should be there my uh, my next quest is to be at the gym and to be at the studio instead of you know it's just being online and uh, and posting
1: Mm. that's so interesting because we're talking about personal development you know I can I can hear quite a bit of personal development unfolding right there. So, you know, that's fun. We'll talk more about that in a bit. And I'm keen to hear more about the recipes maybe after this. And, you know, if our listeners are interested, we'll definitely link the account so they can explore the recipes you shared. But let's get into the conversation. And we have a section before we go into the interview where we talk about, your recommendations or things you think of when you hear these words and we call it have you met pho are you ready yeah ready let's go okay so first one um i love this question i always ask people and i mean i think i don't think we've talked about this uh, yet but what is a book you would recommend oh recommend
2: uh, mm. there's so many but maybe i'll just mention one that i just finished a couple weeks ago um okay yeah it's called well okay i read this in the vietnamese version but i believe if we translate it re-translated into english it will be something like 12 principle Live principle uh by oh, is it 12 Pierce. rules for life yeah there yeah. you go by Jordan it is Pierce. it is yes. okay uh yeah it's um it's a very i would say simple and complex book at the same time it talks about basic principle that you should have you should develop for yourself uh but it can be complex in a way that it's hard to build and maintain but if we can Mm. then i'm sure you have the same opinion because it sounds like you've read it already um it's such an essential book
1: yeah yeah i have mixed feelings about the book because it's really hard for me to read actually i i think i started reading it in 2021 and then i just i just like dragged through it i just never finished it i think i'm on chapter 4 or something but yeah okay. i i gave it up like i just could not finish it maybe at one at one point <laughs> and later i might be able to pick it up again um, yep. i get the gist of the of the conversation okay. but i don't know like the writing style it's a bit hard for me to consume but other people yeah. seem to like that book so yeah it depends this thoughts. yep agree
2: Jared Pearson's yeah. writing
1: style—it's just
2: unbelievably <laughs> difficult to read. I would say um, the words, the vocabulary <laughs> there—it's there, not yeah. what I'm used to on a day-to-day basis. But yep, whenever, whenever uh, what? Well, when it's meant to be, then uh, it's meant to be, right? Like maybe you'll pick
1: it up sometime mm-hmm. in the future. It's really yeah. yeah the, the the language is was definitely too convoluted for me to wrap my head around. <laughs> so yeah. That's okay. I'll pick it up again at one point when I'm ready, but um, that's about book. What about a movie? Which movie would you recommend?:
2: Oh boy, movie, it's one of the um, passion of mine, I would say, because I love watching and reading movies, so I can really I can't, can't, I can't really just get one name uh, out.: You can give multiple I'll just, I'll just mention, I'll just mention one that I just finished watching for, I believe the fifth time now. Um, it's oh, Inception wow. by Christopher Nolan. I'm sure everyone knows this oh, uh, blockbuster. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely. But, yeah, I love watching it because, first of all, it's interesting. Uh, second of all, it's, it helps me to really, um, I don't know, I find something new in the movie every time I watch it um, and it's, I don't know, it just reminds me of the fact that everything can be changed in terms of mindset. Well, the movie, it's basically about how to put an idea in your head and how to remove it, right? So it's just a nice reminder of uh, how, you know,
1: your mindset can be changed. Interesting. I, I like how you see it. Yeah, go on. All right. So you're on a podcast as a guest right now, but what is a podcast that you listen to very often or, you know, one of your favorite shows that you would like other people to start listening to?
2: Um, so Andrew Huberman, I'm not sure if you ever watch yeah. his podcast. There you go. He's, yeah, yeah I have. Uh, if, uh, I don't know, if I just have to summarize his, his pod- podcast in one word, I'll say informative. It's super informative. I feel like if I follow all of his, um, nutrition and, uh, well, health, uh, knowledge and uh, guidelines and I'll be a super I'll be a superhuman. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> it's crazy how much of information he gives us and how much of okay um recommendation he gave us how to mm. in terms of how to be an optimal daily routine that leads to uh, yeah. a very sustainable, healthy lifestyle, I would say. So yeah. Yeah. Love it. Mm,
1: interesting. Cool. I like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely watched his podcast and listened to his podcast, but, um, yeah, it's interesting to hear from a perspective of someone who's really passionate about nutrition. Cause you know, like I'm not as passionate as you are, I would say. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's definitely very helpful. Yeah. All right. So next one, who is your famous role model? Or if not famous, then who's your personal role model? Well, this, I find this question quite
2: interesting because I cannot fully answer it right away. I don't have of a role model in my life, uh, maybe for a long time. When I was young, there are several role models. Um, but as I grow up, I feel like we can always find inspiration and even knowledge from everywhere. Um, we can learn from mm-hmm. anyone. I can be inspired yeah. and motivated by almost everyone. So I don't have a role model. Yeah, true. But if I have to name someone, then again, Andrew Huberman, if you want to learn more about uh, optimal daily routine. uh, Jordan Pearson, if you want to learn about psychology. And maybe Neil Bernard, uh, if you want to learn more about
1: nutrition and uh, just healthy eating. Mm. Neil Bernard, that's a new name for me. That's interesting. Uh (laughs) Okay. thank you. And finally, what is a course you've completed and you would like to talk about? So
2: I have completed, certification-wise, in terms of fitness, nutrition, and exercise, I would say register personal training, uh, the certificate, which basically allows someone to become a personal trainer and then the second one that I did before that, uh, after that was the two hundred hours yoga training certificate, uh, which basically means that you have to commit into two hundred hours worth of yoga training to become a teacher. Uh, so yeah, those are the biggest two that I've accomplished before before actually getting into this um, into this profession. So,
1: mm. it's interesting. You did not mention anything about financial training. <laughs> You oh, just that's, go straight uh, that's another uh, the
2: rabbit hole. Yeah. We can just skip that yeah. for now.
1: <laughs> Yeah, go straight into the fitness and nutrition and health side yeah. of things. I love that. Okay, well, I could, first of all, say that you're a very dynamic person. You have a lot of different things that you're doing. And honestly, it, it amazes me that that you're saying that you do financial analysis during the day and training personal training you know after work because I don't don't know how you manage your life to be honest but I love that you still make time to do certain things because after that section we know that you still you know read books watch movies listen to podcasts learn new things so you're probably one of the best people out there that are kind of like on the you know the normal people side that can talk about personal development really well Um, so I'm keen to hear your definition uh, of personal development. How would you define personal development?
0: Um,
2: My definition of personal development, it's basically to, uh, first of all, constantly striving um, every day to improve just one tiny thing in your life, but on a constant basis. So every week or every month, um, if you have just a few minutes to sit down and think of what you've done in the last week or month. Um, you feel a sense of accomplishment, then that's the first step towards personal development. Um, you're on a constant routine of um, of um, improving your, your life in a way that you feel positive about. So that's the first step. And the second step really is to, to gain as, mu- as much knowledge as possible within um, that week or that month. Um, so that with that knowledge. You can be a better version of yourself. Uh, sometimes motivation is just the first step, and you need knowledge to accomplish to basic, to basically complement um, the motivation, right? So, to be able to gain knowledge about personal development, really, you just have to look for the role model, um, or well, a podcast, or someone around you, uh, or well, any source that you can find. Uh, that gives you that knowledge, and follow it. Yeah, um, that's yeah, that's that's my definition of personal de- de- development: two steps, motivation and yeah.
1: knowledge. Beautiful. Oh uh, yeah, cool. I like that. I mean, this is my first time hosting a podcast for this show, so I I want. I, I mean, I've listened to some other uh, definitions, but I think each person has a very unique way of seeing personal development. Sure. And I like that you're infusing two different aspects into that. Um, some people actually say motivation doesn't, is not a really a thing. Like you just have to to do something to actually have the motivation. So okay. yeah, I find that to be an interesting area to explore. But um, the, the, the gist of the story, I guess, is it's always hard for us to f- find ways to improve ourselves because you, you're saying it's one thing, right? But a lot of the times, you might have struggles with multiple things at the same time, that. and you know it. It sometimes leads to analysis paralysis. I don't know about other people, but for me, that's kind of the case. So, to you, what are some of the challenges when it comes to personal development?
2: Um, well, there are so many challenges, but I would say one of the biggest one would probably be the time where you. You run into you run into a question or a confusion when you know too much. You know, you have multiple sources of knowledge and then definitely one day you'll run into a time where you'll be like, yeah. Okay, what I've learned so far doesn't make sense anymore. And per this person yeah. or per that person, um, those are like what they're teaching me are basically conflict conflicting and it even conflict with what I Believe in the past, and now I feel like all I've learned so far is it's not it doesn't it's not what I want to believe anymore in the future. So that can be one of the main challenges, and to me, the easiest way to solve that again is to get rid of get rid of all the noise and just really uh, look back at yourself and um, yeah. ask who you want to be, and just mm. narrow it down. Um, that question into one or two, maximum maybe three role models um, of three versions of yourself that you want to be. Um, So for me, uh, the the example that I can give, it's probably uh, if I have to answer that question, I'll just say I want to be a healthy person. Uh, That's the first most important thing. The second thing is um, I want to be uh, financially stable. So I don't want to. I want to have good control over my financial life, so that you know I have enough financial, um, I would say, resources to do what I want to do in the future. And the third mm. thing is to uh, basically have a good uh, social life, with um, mm. I can keep relationship with my friends, my family, and all my acquaintances in the past. Uh, so those are my three most important values in life. And what I have to give yeah. up is, first of all, um, you know, uh, the time that I would, uh, I would say the time that I have to uh, that, that I can spend on other hobbies. Um, or the time that I can uh, spend on, you know, making more friends. So yeah. yeah there Yep. So um, there you go. I hope that answered the second question.
1: Yeah, I mean it. It does, but it's interesting that you say you know information gets conflicting because they're kind of contradicting each other, and I find that to be true in some cases. Recently, I've kind of noticed that when you learned about something new, it's kind of like, oh, this is the right way to do it, and then another source is like, oh no, that's the right way to do that. So then you kind of get in the middle and you're like, I don't really know what to do, but I guess that's the the way that life works, because, you know, when you, let's just say when you do more research into nutrition, you'll find that our oh, previous research might be outdated or even, you know, physical health training is the same thing. Like, you know, previously somebody else might say um, a piece of information is true. And then now you find that actually, no, that advice doesn't apply to everyone. So I guess it's a constant learning journey when it comes to personal development. Mm-hmm. And For sure. I like that you really just base that on your values, honestly, because when I think about personal development, I have this sort of like this internal battle of, okay, where do I, where do I go? What do I work on first? Because there, there, there's always so much to work on as a person, right? You have so many different aspects of yourself. And I think it's important to know where you want to be in life. Like you said, you know, your, your values would dictate that. And then from there on, you work on what you work on. Like if you don't spend enough time with your friends and you want to rebuild relationship, then you need to shift your focus and just change your priorities, I guess. So that's interesting. It's an interesting take. I don't know if anybody else has had that take on this show. So we'll find out. Yeah. Cool. All right. So now let's talk about nutrition and diet and everything related to nutrition. I mean, this is my, personally, my least favorite topic to talk about because I know nothing about it, (laughs) simply because of that. So I'm keen to hear from you um, because, well, it's my least favorite topic, but I need to be more interested in it and I need to learn more about it. So how would you define a healthy diet, first of all? Okay, so a healthy
2: diet, Sorry, I'm trying to find a short description or definition yeah. for healthy diet, but really, it's um, yeah. I would it's a tricky healthy, one. Yeah, it's definitely hard to to you know to summarize such a topic into one or two sentence. Um, let me think about it for a second. So maybe yeah. okay. So maybe a healthy diet is something that can help you to first of all have enough energy to function on a frequent basis. So it has mm-hmm. to give you enough energy. Um, the second, the second on the list is probably uh, the ability to help you to stay um, healthy in the long term. So short term and long term energy for the short term and all of the. You know all of the extra stuff i would say for long-term health uh, and the last one is probably um the ability to help you to prevent disease so yeah there you go that's my short definition of healthy diet i guess we'll we'll get we'll dive into it uh, later on into um all three all the three factors so yeah
1: yeah interesting well i mean i'm not sure if the uh if the researchers would have another definition but i really like your definition because it's very practical you know it should fill your body and it should be able to keep you going and we're going to talk about aging in a little bit as well but um since you got trained in this area and you know about nutrition i'm wondering what the types of diets that are commonly recommended you know especially when it comes to your physical health and you know what are deemed quote unquote healthy because i feel like healthy is an interesting word like does that mean that we don't eat any sweet you know like does that mean that we only eat vegetables like yeah so what are some of the types of diets that are recommended
2: um so to answer that question i'll probably have to talk about two different types of mm-hmm. Of, um, of a diet. One is basically designed for the majority of the population. And the second okay. type of diet is uh, basically prescribed by doctors or nutritionists or dietitian to certain group of people who need a special diet so that they can function or they can cure some certain types of disorder or disease. So Mm -hmm. the diet recommended to the majority of our population. Um, You can find this information on almost every government website. Um, I'm living in Canada right now, and it's very easy for me to just go to Canada, I believe, Um, what is it called again? Canada Food Guide. And it's a material published by the government to basically educate the entire population about uh, what to eat, how much to eat, and when. Uh, they even have uh, um, uh, recommended meals to certain type of you know children or older people or um, you know different ages and different health needs. So that's the first type you can find it on almost any government website. I even look into the Vietnamese government website, it, it also has this information. So oh. that's the first source that I would go to. Yes, it's very complete. It's very informative, and uh, everyone can access it instead of you know like going through multiple sources of information where you again can see s- several conflicts. Maybe just go to the main source um, and start from there, and then research along yeah. the way. Um, so that's yeah. the first type of diet, the uh, common one. And the less common one, the one that is specially prescribed or specially designed. Um, So this one, maybe some names, maybe you're familiar with some of the names, like paleo diet or keto diet or uh, low-carb diet, low-fat diet, um, something like that. So all of those diets, I can give an an example here. So really, low-carb diet. I believe it was designed seven years ago um, with the purpose of helping um, certain kind of patients um, with one of the disease related to very high level of carbohydrate in their their body. So with the low carb diet, again, you get rid of uh, the high level of carbohydrate in your body. And that way, you. Basically, the disease gets less severe. Um, so it got adopted and adapted later on so that people, um, so that a larger group of people can use to, um, well, not this time not to cure any disease, but basically to uh, reduce the amount of calories intake that they have in a tape. Um, so as you can see, the diet here is changed is modify um, with different purposes and before that that's why I would say uh, before adopting that diet maybe um, go talk to a professional to see if you if that diet is really what you think it is and it's really suit you because um, well for example low-carb diets, as I just mentioned it's not a diet for for healthy, normal person, it wasn't designed to cure some disease. So if you want to use that diet now, maybe you want to ask yourself twice that, whether it's going to work for me, right? Because now, mm-hmm. you're, now you're healthy. Now you're a normally functioning person. Do you really need that diet? Um, if you don't, if you're still questioning about it, maybe go back to the diet recommended uh, for wide population. Yeah. Mm. That was a long yeah. answer. I hope I hope it. Uh, it no, helps it's you. a
1: good one. Yeah, I, I never I never paid attention to this because, I mean, it's like it's like a term that everyone sort of throws around and everyone would sort of know about it, but not in detail and not in depth. Um, so obviously, for example, the the low carb diet. I think at one point it became a trend on the internet, and I didn't really understand why because i love carbs so i really didn't want to <laughs> get into that but yeah that's that's an interesting one and i feel like it's um it's a tricky area for people that are not familiar with nutrition because oftentimes as a normal human being who's not a researcher in this area i can mm-hmm. tell you that i get you know streams of information everywhere like oh you know like um let's just say go with this diet to Uh, burn fat or go with that diet to sleep better or you know it it can be anything and I don't know which source to believe so yeah what's your take on that how should we go about figuring out what is actually right for us um again I would say my answer is first
2: of all go back to the very very basic the foundation of um, what is essential for mm-hmm. our body, uh, what's mm-hmm. the minimum requirement so that our body yeah. can continue function uh, as of now and in the future, in the short in the short yeah. run and in the long run? Um, so the mm-hmm. basic here, I can already I can uh, think of um, a short list that I can give you and give to the listener in maybe one or two minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. The list of all the essential things that we want to maintain for ourselves, and based on that, we'll think about what to modify, what to add, what to reduce to come up with a suitable diet later. So what we need Mm -hmm. for our body, first of all, is macronutrient. So macronutrient uh, include um, carbohydrate, fatty acids, or fat, just call it fat, um, so that it's easier to remember, and then protein. So uh, let's start with the easiest one, carbohydrate. It comes from um, well grain. Uh, like rice and bread, and almost every veggies, uh, legumes like beans and peas and nuts and seeds. Um, it can even comes from, well, the uh, this is this is usually called the bad carb, like sugar, or um, basically anything with sugar, any version of sugar, and then we come to that. It, when, yes, that's just the first one. The second one, um, it's the second one is fat, and it comes from even a wider source. So fat also comes from nuts and seeds, avocado oil, butter, cheese, anything that you can think of. And uh, one of the easiest ways you can find fat in the future is just think of something that can be, um, how to say it's that can be, uh. Um, solidify uh, in in the room temperature. So that's the saturated fat. Sorry, it's not from the food. Fe- okay. uh, it's not from the nature. It's it's not naturally made. It's humanly made, artificially made in the factory. So for example, butter. Okay. butter can be solidified in the room temperature and then there's cheese as well. So those are the source of fat that you can think of when you go grocery shopping. And the third Mm -hmm. type, protein, comes from, obviously, meat. But it also can come from nuts and seeds and any types of beans like that, black bean, green bean, uh, red bean, stuff like that, and tofu. Um, Mm -hmm. So there you go. You can already see that to build a macronutrient, you can can get the macronutrient from several types of food. So now, if I have to come up with any meal that it's nutritionally packed with all the macronutrients. I can have rice, tofu, lots of veggies, and then have some olive oil on top of all of that. Maybe just throw in some uh, cheese if you want to. And there you go. You have carbohydrate, you have fat, and you have protein. So those are the three building blocks of macronutrients that will basically build our body. Mm. And now, We'll skip to the next part, which is to keep the body healthy. And uh-huh. you know, um, uh, by healthy, I mean um, we're not just functioning; we're not just you know just moving. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we also want to you know just just uh, you know prevent all the disease or we want to um, to slow down aging. Okay, so those are some uh, what I mean by healthy. Now we want to throw in the micronutrient on top of the macronutrient. The micronutrients are uh, vitamin and mineral. So in vitamin, we have A, B, C, D, E, and K. And then for uh, minerals, we have stuff like there are so many. Minerals that the body needs to function and to be healthy. But maybe I just name some of them. The common one like uh, magnesium, iron. Um, uh, what else that I've uh, usually heard of? Uh, copper. Yes, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll have the less common one like selenium. Um, yes, maybe you heard of it before, but I just throw some of the names out there. And so, to get all of that, again, where is that usually comes from? The vitamin, just think about it as color. So you want to get as much color as possible into your meal. So vitamin A, B, C and, sorry, A, C, E, you can get it from everything yellow, orange or red or, um, or purple. And for vitamin B, you can get it from anything like avocado, for um, all the nuts and seeds. And for vitamin K, you want to get it from the greens. And for vitamin D, you want to get it from the sunlight and tofu and mushroom. And for mineral, uh, the nice thing is that the mineral also comes from color. So when you get all of the vitamins, usually you'll get the benefits of the mineral as well. So there you go. That Mm. was a long list. But if you really want to summarize it and put it into maybe it into a tiny uh, reminder or like a, just a sticky note that just write down color, variety and nature, right? So all the colors will ensure you the micronutrient and then the variety will ensure you that you get enough nutrient macronutrient and uh, then micronutrient, micronutrient. And then for um, so that was color, variety, and what was the last one that I had before? Nature? Yes, nature, right. Uh, thanks for that. And so nature will really okay. helps you to get um, the micronutrient in a high quantity. So the less you cook it, the less you process some food, the more micronutrient you know, that you keep in your food uh, or in your meal. So there you go. Again, nature, oh, wow.
1: variety, and yeah, nature, variety, and color. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't remember the list right now. That's a long list. I was like, wow, okay, I don't know any by any of this. I just go grocery shopping and get whatever. (laughs) So now go grocery
2: shopping, challenge yourself to get yellow, purple, orange, green, uh white, black, all the colors from uh the natural aisles that you can get, just yeah. get all of them and challenge yourself to cook yeah. them. fresh with produce as much aisle, color right? as
1: possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So cool. Okay. It's interesting because like, you know how when you go into the grocery store, you, you see the fresh produce section. And then as you make your way out, you see all of the candies and stuff. It's kind of like <laughs> it's, it tricks you, but it's kind of like a reward system. Like, okay, you've done yeah. you've done the healthy shopping. Now get some no, rewards on the way out. All the treats that you deserve. That yeah, day. yeah. Uh, I think it's a it's a good thing to learn more of. You know, like the fact that there are different kinds of um, nutrients, the macro, the micro. Like you said, the different kinds of vitamin. The fact that we should add colors, but I also think it's healthy to indulge every now and again, like not all the time, of course, but every now and again, it's it's okay to indulge. Like a lot of people like to have ice cream, chocolate, um, you, they go drinking and, you know, I feel like the, well, the current culture of healthy diet is kind of like when there's a blog post about it, there's basically none of that involved. It's, it's basically just, you know, like, plant-based diet, like all of, the, all of the nutrients. And I think that's, well, that's a good thing, but that's not what life is about. So I feel like there's a, an imbalance there. And I guess that goes back to the definition of a healthy diet as well, right? So if you're, let's just say if your values is um, social time or, or like things what? like that, you would spend social time hanging out with friends and exactly. naturally we would yeah. have cake or, you know, have alcohol. In and familiar. That's very normal. So I think it's also important to keep in mind that it's not that diet that you just recommended all the time mm-hmm. but it's actually a combination of that and you know occasional indulgence especially on you know in social occasions not all the time of course so That's I guess the- we have to find our balance and we are the only ones that know you know how much to consume um, or I guess if there's um, guidance there but it'll home. be good because at the moment I'm just like freestyling it to be honest if I'm <laughs> at home I tend to eat yeah. quite a you know quite healthy and then if I go out with friends I was just like yeah whatever 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 the The guys the girls want yeah yeah 100%
2: everything you said um, everything you mentioned it's definitely um, what I believe in as well cannot just be healthy 100% of the time because um, it's basically the easiest way to isolate yourself from society uh, no one wants uh you know, no group of friends that I know, uh, want to go to a restaurant and all oh, order salad because, well, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Uh, it's not the purpose yeah. of going out and going to a restaurant. So yeah, definitely. Um, usually I just remind myself to uh, to be, um, to follow the eighty twenty percent bowl. So eighty percent mm. of the time, you um, mm. uh, you do. Your healthy diet. And twenty percent of the time, you do you whatever uh, you just go with the flow. Whatever uh, the group say, I'll I'll I'll, yeah. I'll take it. Um, because eighty percent of the time, it's really it's it's um, based on eighty percent of your uh, of of what you do. Um, that's how your life will be designed. Right. Uh saw mm. it about the twenty percent. The twenty percent it's the fun part and the eighty percent will be the foundation part. So um mm. uh, if you feel like it's getting reversed twenty eighty or like <laughs> ninety ten, <laughs> yeah. then ten ninety, then then you know, like just should be worried. Yeah. But if it's eighty twenty mm. perfect. Um
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good tip. I completely forgot about the 80-20 rule until you mentioned it. That's a really good one. Oh, I need to read that book again. But um, yeah, that's that's a really good one. It's most of the time, not all the time, because anything done to the extreme, I don't think it's going to work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Now, we want to talk about personal growth on this show, and we've talked about nutrition, we've talked a bit about the balance in your diet to keep it healthy, uh, but healthier is not just in the sense of nutrition itself, but it's it's also in the sense of life, like how do you stay healthy, but also have that healthy fun, I would say. So when you look at your diet, and especially because you train people and you probably advise them, give advice in terms of their nutrition intake and things like that. um, I wonder what the observation would be related to personal growth, because I actually didn't really think about it in that regard. Like I didn't really think about the relationship between nutrition and personal growth, because to me, initially, I thought it was separate, like I, I would say a couple of years ago, I thought it was like a separate area, like, you know, like you need to eat every day, it doesn't matter. But now I actually see that it's actually a big part of personal growth, because if I see that I'm consciously cooking more and, you know, making more healthy, conscious uh, dishes at home, or, you know, just make, you know, healthy choices when I'm going out with friends, um, I feel like that shows my personal growth in terms of Self-control, discipline, and a lot of other areas. So that's my personal observation. But how do you what you know how do you think a diet and uh, nutrition would affect personal growth?
2: Um it's exactly like you just uh, described it um, by learning about nutrition and having and learning how to prepare a nutritious meal, you learn self-control, you learn self-discipline you learn how to basically design yourself, uh, design your life and get design your daily life in an optimal way. Um, have a routine for yourself. So all of those good things. I just add a few more things on top of that. The first, it's probably like I mentioned before, good nutrition, good and nutritious meal give us high energy to function throughout the day. So say if you skip meal or your meal it's lack of quality, um, then you might want into A time where you feel like you don't have energy to do anything that you want, you might crash during like afternoon time, uh, and you can't just really function your evening. Um, Cannot get to the exercise that you want to do when you just started your day, right? So energy, it's one thing that want to add. Uh, Another thing is probably the um, uh, the um, I would say the. Uh, the health the health um, aspect that you know those micronutrients that I just mentioned added to your life um, so a couple so an example that I can think of is definitely when you go work out and you train your muscles I see this all the time on my client they train their muscles really hard and then the next day they are having a lot of cramps or they have muscle pains and they cannot exercise for the rest of the week so diet can come in health By, you know, if you just eat enough, um, you just have enough uh, magnesium and potassium uh, by eating more, maybe nuts and seeds and having a couple of bananas after, or before or after workout, that'll give you the potassium and magnesium. Really helps with uh, muscle cramps, muscle pain. Uh, It helps to, it helps the recovery in your body after the exercise, so there you go. Nutrition will give a lot of health benefits to your entire body when you run into um, special you know, situations like that. Um, and then another thing, the last thing that I want to add is probably the gut health. So as we age, we definitely have to take care of our gut, so basically what is going on in our digestive system. The reason is because um, if we don't take care of the gut health, then the microbiome might be screwed, and you might run into problems like mood swing or uh, the time where you feel like uh, I'm having a very bad stomach. I don't feel like doing anything at all. I cannot mm. even oh, think that's me. clearly. <laughs> yeah, so that's me there you go. Uh, Now nutrition will come help, um, you just have to eat to increase the certain level of fiber that you have during the day, or you just have to learn to uh, take care of your microbiome by not worrying too much, reducing the stress level. Um, So it's it's a cycle, right? If you take care of your microbiome and then your mental health will be improved and then now your stress will be reduced and can uh, improve your microbiome. Because of the beauty stress level. So see, uh, nutrition affects everything in life and uh well, like I, like I just said, energy, um, the microbiome and your uh the healthy benefits that we can get from the diet are what I think are essential for develop personal development.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean if you don't have any energy then the last thing you want is to work on yourself right you probably just want to chill out and watch netflix (laughs) yeah (laughs) rather than doing (laughs) these self-work that's a really good point yeah well so that's the theory side of thing now i would love to get into the practice part because i know that you're very busy but you maintain uh, a healthy diet and um that shows because, you know, like you keep the block and uh, you study about these things and you talk about it really well. So I'm guessing that your diet is pretty healthy. So what is a practice that you would recommend to everyone so that they can maintain a healthy diet, you know, regardless of what happens in life and perhaps, you know, based on the understanding of nutrition, given the conversation we just had. So, you know, what is one practice you would recommend?
2: Mm, -hmm. probably have a routine. So Mm -hmm. uh, one of the biggest, I would say one of the most important practice that I had for myself is that I would go grocery shopping every Sunday, and I meal prep everything. Before, a couple of years ago, I used to meal prep by having you know the the meal completely cooked on Sunday. Mm. But now I don't do that anymore because I feel like the quality of the meal kind of get worse and worse. Today, so by the yeah. by the time I got to my fourth meal, it already feel like uh, this is not fresh anymore. So yeah. by meal prep, I mean just uh, preparing the ingredients in a way that it's easy to cook during the week. So, say if you buy cauliflower or broccoli, if you just keep it like that in your fridge, you're never gonna touch it. To be honest, it's <laughs> wait, well at least it's me. I'm not gonna touch it until I run out of all the food that I have in my fridge. So, yeah. I'm just going to cut it into smaller um, uh, stems or like smaller parts. And then, when I come home after a long day and I get very hungry, just have to put it out of the fridge and do a quick stir fry or do a quick soup. In the meantime, I can listen to some music or listen to some podcasts uh, and just going to spend like five, 10 minutes um, washing the dishes later on. And, um, Okay, so when I cook for my dinner, I tend to cook for uh, two portions for the dinner and for the next lunch as well so that I can put the lunch to work uh, the next day. Um, So yeah, you just have to to get your own routine. You don't have to follow me, but um, that's how I would recommend. Have a routine so that when Mm -hmm. you come home after a long day, you don't have to do grocery shopping. You don't have to spend hours cooking and cleaning but still have a very good quality, of meal.
1: True. I mean, you answered the next question already. I was was about to ask you um, for the benefits of this practice. You already covered them. You convinced me. I mean, I've recently got into a better routine um, overall with my meal prepping and just, you know, cooking and cleaning during the week because it was kind of, it's hard to get back into a routine after traveling. And I felt like that was the case. So, I got back into it and I feel like I have more time for personal development because I feel like, you you know, little things add up. Right. So instead of feeling stressed out and having to do everything in one go, I kind of just break that down um, into like intervals and do things every day. (laughs) So then, you know, like I would have more time at the weekend to reset, plan. That's a really good point. But it's easier said than done, just like you said. Um, And the routine that you have does not apply to everybody else. Exactly. So the next thing about developing or even having a routine in the first place is if someone already has a routine, it might be hard for them Mm -hmm. to change. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if someone does not have a routine at all, they probably don't know where to start. You You shared your routine already, but it's not like they're gonna be able to adopt that straight away so what It'll would be awesome. some of the challenges Definitely, for people yeah. in general when they I'm start sure. to get into a routine
2: okay so challenges there are there are several i can think of a million reason not to start a routine because routines are time consuming and it's very it requires a high level of discipline um but the biggest one i would say is the um is don't know where to start basically right because say if you want to go say grocery shopping every weekend uh, now you have to find time you have to say no to all of the previous commitment that you had with all of your friends or families or whatever um, and you'll be like okay I don't even know if I can do it for two weeks now I have to do it for the rest of my life no, no, thank you, right so it's really it's really mentally uh, yeah it's it's not the thing that I would uh jump into right away um and the second challenge I can think uh I can think of it's lack of information and lack of knowledge so say mm-hmm. if you if you spend if you if you decided that you want to do meal prep for example for uh, for the month, then you have to know which which items you should buy to yeah, to be able to prepare cook. exactly yeah. and what like given all the ingredients, um, how can I design an optimal healthy meal? Right, yeah. so that's another challenge: lack of information yeah. and lack of uh, lack of knowledge. Really, um, yeah, those are I guess those are the biggest one that I can think of already. If we if we can overcome them, I think it will be much easier. But yeah, those are the biggest one at the beginning.
1: Yeah, oh, well, totally. Cool. So that's the practice. And to you personally, how has that affected your personal growth? Because we're talking about personal Difference. development on this show. So I wonder how having a routine like that has helped you. Mm-hmm. So it helps
2: me to, to tremendously, for sure. First of all, it, it was time-consuming at the beginning. But through time, uh, a routine helps me to save a lot of time. So I know for sure that every Sunday, um, 3 p.m., the latest, I have to go to grocery shopping because grocery store closed at 6 p.m. in Canada. Used to close mm-hmm. at 6 p.m., I think, in Canada. So if I don't go grocery shopping by 3 p.m., I don't have food for the next week by 6 p.m. Mm so it helps me to develop uh, again a routine a principle and then i have to get it done and it saves me a lot of time during the week to uh, you know go sh- grocery shopping here and there every day uh it saves cooking time from because the ingredients are already prepped i just have to put them together and put whatever source uh, whatever sauce i pre-bought on top of them uh, and it saves me uh, a lot of you know energy thinking about what to eat what to buy what to cook um and then with all the saved the time that i've saved from cooking and cleaning now i can put it on something else like maybe just watching something that i want to watch learn something i want to learn and uh and also with the efforts that i save i have more energy to do other stuff in life that i want to do instead of you know cooking or arguing with (laughs) i used to have uh, housemates so i used to argue with them a lot on cooking and washing the dishes so there you go it saves us mental yeah it saves us some mental efforts as well so lots of benefits for sure
1: totally yeah so good and finally what would you recommend people to combine this practice with you know i'm sure besides maintaining that routine you would do something else for your personal development so what would you combine it with um Com- uh, which so basically uh,
2: combined with there's so many things to combine with actually so i just list yeah, everything it doesn't that doesn't have can to be just then. one
1: yeah yeah, yeah um, go for
2: it so on top of uh, a good diet nutrition diet a nutritious diet I would say then it's essential for us human being to get enough uh, exercise resting sunlight and mm-hmm. socialization um. Yeah. So five pillars really: diet, exercise, rest, sunlight, and get socialized. And then yeah. you should have you should have much better daily life than um than without one or two or three of them.
1: You so so basically, we should do that on the daily as well. Besides, I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect. primary. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it doesn't have
2: to be perfect, but as much as possible. Uh-huh. So in Canada, for example, in the winter we have like a tiny bit of sunlight compared to in the summer. So I cannot yeah. get it on daily basis. But if I have time during the weekend, definitely I just get out of the house and bathe myself under the sun. <laughs> Sorry, uh-huh. that was too cheesy. But <laughs> <laughs> um, no
1: yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. same in Melbourne. Before, it's not it's not that sunny in the winter most of the time. Oh, good to know. Okay, well, that's that's really good to know. Because initially, when you talked about the practice, you were you were talking about you know the routine, right? And okay. you focused really heavily on the meal prepping and the nutrition aspect of it. Because we were talking about nutrition, but when you added on uh, the other pillars, I realized that yeah, it it's better to actually think of the routine in a more holistic way, because exactly. it's not just about the yeah. food, right? It, I mean, you can cook and eat healthy all you want Uh, but if you don't you know let's just say you don't go out at all you don't exercise at all and it doesn't really matter because you still don't have the like the sort of holistic well-being that you would need for your I would say for just maintaining just being um, like good in your own skin before you even work on your self-development because that wouldn't give you energy so that's a good point Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Good to know. Um, So finally, before we let you go, we have a section called Open Mic. This is where you can share anything you would like to talk about, perhaps something you're very passionate about that you didn't get to mention during the podcast. So the floor is for yours. Okay, so Open Mic, um,
2: I would just get one or two minutes to to talk about exercise because we literally just mentioned the five pillars: exercise, breasting, uh, well, diet, sunlight, and um, what's the last one that I forgot? Socialization. Social? Yeah, social. Yeah. Um, so exercise is a big one because I tend to. So when I think about those five pillars, I am a little bit lazy and greedy. Want to combine all of them and exercise? It's when I get. The four out of the five, so exercise can be. It doesn't have to be like lifting weight at the gyms or, uh, you know, doing hardcore, pr- uh, uh, plank or burpees. It can be something simple like walking under, walking with your friend and chatting, um, under the sun, under direct sunlight. And um, you can also just you know just take your time, do a slow walk. Doesn't have to be running or some stuff like that. So you can rest your rest your mind and you can rest your eyes as well because for me and I guess for a lot of young people, uh, we tend to work or we tend to um, look at our phone all the time. so it's important to rest your eyes and rest your mind. So there you go. You rest, you get resting, you get exercising, you get uh, direct sunlight and you get social from just walking or mm. hmm, or even biking. Some of, some of the people I know really like going for biking um during december or yeah basically just just doing any kind of activities that get you um active Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's a really good one Mm because yeah you know that's interesting because i uh, i'm not the host of this show but i host uh, two other shows about happiness and well-being and on the show about well-being we just talked about that we just talked about the fact that you can get, you know, get more exposed to nature and really just improve your well-being by um, getting someone like a friend to go on a walk with you and then you can chat. And instead of hanging out at a cafe, you can actually hang out by, you know, um, walking together or hiking together and just having really good conversations. And I feel like that's a really good one because you gain so much out of it. And from your perspective, that covers four different aspects out of five. Out of that's five. pretty cool, yeah. right? Yeah, like four <laughs> yeah. out of five. That's like 80%. Super right? cool. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we let you go, if our listeners would like to find out more about you, your work, or maybe get in touch with you for a collaboration, how can they find out about you? Uh, the quickest way is,
2: I guess, through my email, feong, n-g-u-y-e-n at gmail.com or you can always message through me well which is the instagram that i created for you know sharing nutrition information unfortunately it's in vietnamese mostly in vietnamese some some of the content are in english but um very limited uh mm-hmm. so yeah that's where you can find me uh and chat with me or really anything i love sharing i love chatting so um you can find me there.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, And really appreciate you staying on, even though it's really late there. Uh, I think it was enlightening for me because I learned a lot about nutrition today. I did not know about any of that prior to this day. Uh, And I really like the five pillars um, that you mentioned. So hopefully this conversation helps our listeners to know more about nutrition, as well as personal growth by having routines. And um, until next time, we'll come back with another episode.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, glad that I share something informative and meaningful and helpful today. Uh, yeah, again, thanks for having me on this podcast. We chat.
0: You've been listening to Self-Improvement Atlas, the Personal Science Insights podcast produced by LMSL, the Life Management Science Labs. For more episodes like this from 10 different life management perspectives, search LMSL on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get updated on everything we have to offer. We have a wide range of topics readily available for you to check out. If you enjoy this episode, please consider rating our show, sharing it and subscribing to our channel as it helps us grow and bring you more quality resources. More of our work can also be found on our website at pe.lmsl.net where you can join our movement. I'm Aditi Kutti, thanks for tuning in.